What's going on, everybody? This is the So Many Feelings podcast. I'm your host, Robert Wiggins. And I'm your host, Marsha Norfleet, his mom. Today, we are doing episode four. Episode four, we're moving along. We're moving along. (laughs) Our podcast is based on relationships, family, married, single, dating, divorce, or plain old confused. (laughs) We're here to talk about it. But today's episode, we'll be discussing dating in 2021. 21? What's not plus 10? (laughs) Yeah, so after discussing marriage and divorce in our previous episodes, today we would like to tackle dating. This this week's episode, it'll consist of um, two parts since it's a lot. So we'll break it down into two parts. Um, We'll discuss some of it today, and then we'll discuss the other half next week. Okay, so let's get started. We know that no matter the age group, everyone usually needs, wants, or desires love. Love should be the whole purpose of dating someone, or it should be. At least that's what I think. What do you think, Rob? (laughs) It should be. Uh, yeah, it should consist of love. I mean, involvement, attention, a whole bunch of things. <laughs> Correct. So what is love exactly? You know, the dictionary defines it as an intense feeling or deep affection rule. Um, okay, so therefore, we're desiring to have this intense feeling or deep connection to someone, and we would like that feeling reciprocated so we can be in love together. It defeats the purpose if we're one person's in love and the other is not, right? Yep, then you just have a situationship. <laughs> situationship, those are the new terminologies in 2021, but we're trying to steer. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I did hear about situationships, entanglements, um, but that's not what, <laughs> what we're looking for right now. We're trying to have a relationship one-on-one, you know? So let's paint the picture, actually. Yeah, two people meet. They decide to go on a date to get to know each other. And what should that actually look like in 2021? I would think it would be two people happily getting to know each other but let's see what research says. You know, I'm a stickler for research. So I'm always trying to see what it says um, in the textbooks. So research shows that people say it's hard to find love anymore. But I would think it would be the opposite. What are you thinking, Rob? What about finding love? Um... I know you're out of the, that arena, but you know, how difficult was it for you in the past and finding that type of relationship? Oh, it was real complicated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot to kind of go through. It's like one person's in la la land, one person's in love, the other person isn't. Uh, you got two different kind of ideologies. Um, yeah, so it, it's pretty complicated i i wouldn't say it's easy to find love because um in 2021 you know everybody is traumatized from life so yeah you know most people they don't even know how to love themselves so if they can't love themselves they can't love anybody else either 
I'm glad you take it on my mantra. Thank you. My slogan <laughs> for my book. <laughs> you know, I usually talk about that at the end of, of the show, but hey, he threw it in there. So I'm just going to ride that coattail. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, he's right. Dating has been a little bit difficult in not only 2021, but in the past. But we thought that it would be a little bit easier because now we have all these dating apps, um, meetups, online forums, social media, uh, plenty other options to meet people, yet the connections aren't happening. I mean, are people afraid because we have too many options, too many apps, too many meeting ups, um, too many online forum discuss discussions? Is it just too much for people to really genuinely connect? Is it not authentic? What do you say? Yeah, I feel it's not as authentic. I mean, right now you have so many options. You can meet somebody today and meet somebody at 12 o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. So, you know, uh, as far as commitments go, it makes it pretty easy for people to not really want to commit or feel like they have to because they always have all the options available. Options. Options seem to be um, the ongoing word. Too many options. It's like having too much on your plate. You don't know what to choose or what to eat first. And now you have just a plethora of people out there. I can choose, you know, Jane today and Susan tomorrow or Jane, like he said, at 12 and Susan at two o'clock. And you know, when you have so much stimulation and so many people and so many faces, are you really getting to know these people? You really, really not. Because you feel like if I meet this one person and I don't like this particular character, her or his character, um, I'm just going to go on to the other option. So you're not becoming engaged or even making the attempt to get to know each other because you feel like I don't have really time for that. I don't like this person this particular one day or one date where back in the day you'll just continue to um, date and try to evolve and get to really know the person now everyone wants this microwavable type of relationship so if I ain't like her because of this one thing I'm just gonna go into the next option yep and usually you know once somebody gets on their nerves you know Today, they call it um sneaky links. So, you know, you get you a, a little sneaky link. Oh, is that what the sneaky link is? Yeah. You know, I'm getting out of touch with these <laughs> things because I'm like, what the heck is a sneaky link? I mean, I'm kind of old myself, but <laughs> I've been in touch with, like, working with younger kids and stuff and teenagers and, like, early 20-year-olds. So Thanks for defining it because I really was trying hard to say, I'm like, what is the sneaky link? Are they going behind people's back to do something or what? Yep. I mean, it's, a, it's in the name. It's, it's a sneaky link. Yeah. Linked up sneakily. You know, and look, they put a name. They've termed it. It's so popular now at this point. They termed it. They named it. They put a life on it. It, it has a lifeline and a hook at this point. They're going to go for the sneaky link. So obviously that's something that everybody's out there doing. It's like if I'm not feeling my girl or my guy today, I'm going to hook up with my sneaky link. Yep, that's what people do these days. That's crazy. That's that's crazy. Um, it, it, it's also kind of scary even because you're not giving one person a chance to show themselves or get to know you or try to love you in any type of way. And sneaky leaks to me basically is saying, ah, 
you know, um, it, it sounds more like a booty call. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> for the most part what it is, yep. You know, so I think a lot of relationships now, if you want to call them that, they're not really geared towards um, finding true love and getting married and the white picket fence and all of that. It's just a serious sexual hookup or encounter. Very true. And um, I know, is that, that the millennials? That's generation XYZ and QRS? No, nah, that's um, not just us. <laughs> Yeah, age group was doing it too, but y'all y'all didn't have social media back then. <laughs> <laughs> My generation doing the same exact stuff. Oh, I think they just they... record it now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but it's funny and it's not funny. But yeah, it, it's just too much recording going on. Some things basically I'm like, keep that to yourself. I don't need to know. I don't want to know. And then when you get caught out there, you like, um, it wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> who was it then? I mean, most people, they tune into social media like it's a soap opera. So It is a soap as opera. As soon as something happened, you know, you get caught recorded on tape and everybody just following a your paper Spanish trail. novella. Because yep. <laughs> those are the juicy ones, basically, right? Yep. <laughs> This generation has lost their minds. I'm sorry. I love y'all, but listen, let's get back on one accord. Let's get back to real relationships. Let's get back to real love and getting to know each other and wanting to learn to love someone and build with them. And those are the relationships those that last. Those are the relationships where you look back in the past, people were married like the grandparents and my parents for 50 years, 60 years, 70 years. And if you say that now to this generation, they'd be like, well, I want to be with that person for all that amount of time. They don't want to make the investment. And it's hard to really teach somebody to make the investment when they feel like they have so many options. So we really have to kind of weigh in on that type of thing, options versus investment, I guess. What do you say? Um... I wouldn't say that they're afraid of making the investment. Uh, I feel like my generation, they've been traumatized by a lot of different things. Um, You know, they've been in relationships and I guess from a young age up until they got older, you know, you put that investment into somebody and then, you know, eventually they stab you in your back or something like that. And, they eventually get traumatized by something like that or you know they try to build with someone but that person doesn't want to build with them so it's just you know it's a lot of different variables i guess <clears throat> yeah i could definitely see that's happening cuz actually um, when i'm looking over um you know note my notes and everything i see um Research-wise, they're saying single men and women report equal levels of dissatisfaction with their dating lives and the ease of finding people to date. And women are likely to say they've had some particular negative experiences, but most women who are currently single and looking to date, 65% say they have experienced at least one of six harassing behaviors. Now, this is women. So the most common, of course, is being touched. 
in a way that made them feel uncomfortable. Now, a lot of people have said, oh, well, their women are coming out and they're dressing too provocatively, too sexy. Um, but even if you're dressed a particular way, it doesn't mean that you want to be touched per se. It means maybe you're just um, you liking your body or your body type and you're kind of glorifying it a little bit. Sometimes it may be a little bit too much. But unless a woman says yes, don't touch. Facts. You know, same goes for men. If they don't want to be touched, don't don't touch them. I mean, me, I'm a aggressive personality. So if you touch me, generally, I don't want to be touched by anybody anyway. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so if you touch me, I mean, your chin might get checked just a little bit. But, you know, um, yeah, just respect people's personal boundaries i mean yeah their personal space just because they they're wearing something and they look nice don't mean they want to be have somebody all in their face roped on yeah exactly it's like they people wear things for for um pretty much they they wear things for how they want to feel not necessarily correct. for how they want people to perceive them correct i mean there's a lot of cases where people wear things for attention, but there's also a lot of cases where people wear things just to empower themselves, That's especially it. like, you know, people who have been through um, harassment and things like that. Like um, early, I was watching um, the reboot of She's Gotta Have It. I seen it at, like when it first came out, but I decided to rewatch it and pretty much... Um, Nola Darlin, she was, she wore a, her little black dress and pretty much everybody kept like, Ooh. <laughs> everybody kept, you know, looking at her, they, they were touching her and everything. And she was like, she bought the dress because she wanted to empower herself because um, like early in the episode, she had pretty much got like sexually assaulted and mm. she wore, she bought the dress pretty much to empower herself. So it had nothing to do with, you know, her wanting the attention of the men or the women in, in the show. It was more so just to empower herself and let her know, like, you know, she's still strong, she's beautiful. And yeah, it was just a reminder to her to, you know, just stand firm in, in yourself and to make sure that you understand you still are beautiful. Exactly. And that you're in control of you and your own body and your own personal space. So women's empowerment is a thing. It's definitely a thing. And, you know, her wearing that particular dress made her feel good and made her feel strong and made her feel more in control of the situation. And we definitely, as women, don't want anybody to take that control away from us. Very true. So definitely, I'm kind of going back just a little bit, um, just like as far as women feeling that they've been made to feel uncomfortable. I think one of the things in meeting people, if you think that, if you think that you're going to feel uncomfortable, why not go out um, on group dates where you're going with one of your other friends or two friends or three friends while you're really getting to know this other individual. And this goes for men or for women, because in both cases, you can decide if I really like them. If, you know, if it's a safe situation, um, do you guys vibe or anything? And I think definitely 
the key word is safe. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Rob? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I know recently, um, you know, I speak a lot about like my own personal experiences or experiences from people around me. And I know my wife, one of her friends went out on a date recently and pretty much, um, you know, she didn't really feel comfortable with, I guess, the dating situation. So she even had one of her friends like come to the date. She wasn't like, it wasn't a double date, but she was in the area just, you know, to give moral support in case like, you know, the friend did feel uncomfortable or just in case she needed to kind of get out of the area in case anything escalated. So I feel like, yeah, you can do something like that. You can do double dates. I mean, you can do dates in public areas. So, um, yeah, you could try those few things too. Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back and we'll discuss 10 reasons to be in a relationship. We'll be right back. Peace. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody, um, to the So Many Feelings podcast. We're going to continue on with the episode. We're going to give you 10 reasons to be in a relationship. So um, start that one off, Mom. All right. All right. So number one, remember that being in a relationship is good for you. Um, stats show that married people live longer um, than unmarried people. Really? That's what I've I've heard. What? Uh, I've I've heard. That's that's what stats are saying. What? You know, and so that should be a a, a good thing. So maybe I need to get married soon because <laughs> <laughs> so I can live longer. Like <laughs> like what? But okay, you know. Um, I like to say, you know, it's it's no crime in being single. Nothing the matter with being single. When you are single, own your singleness. Be happy in your singleness. Be happy in being you at that given moment and who you are, you know, and it just might be your destiny. But according to this, you know, a, a health standpoint, marriage does seem to make sense for both people. But either way, we definitely both going to be good. But we want people to be able to enjoy um, their time on the earth and have someone else to enjoy it with right facts 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 all right number two those who continue to create more love in their lives also create more opportunity money they have more fun because you have someone by your side and you're hoping that you're striving for the same type of goals that they can be attained more easily because you have someone who is giving you balance, someone is holding you down, someone is there to encourage you. All these things are great to have when you're building, like I'm building brands and legacies and having that person to come home to, um, your, your cuddle bunny, your husband, your wife, whatever. And um, just being there for you, it's, you know, it's, it's important. And, you know, for those of 
us who's still coming home alone. You know, we still got it, girl. We still got it, guys. And um, we're still going to be happy, like I said, where we are at this given moment. Right? Number three, 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 three. Relationships can help to make us better. Um, often we have the energy to do things for others that we wouldn't do for ourselves because love is powerful that way. What do you say, Rob? You believe that it brings, it says like if your partner brings out the best in you, he or she is a keeper. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I know definitely since I've been married, I've, I find myself doing a whole lot of things that I wouldn't necessarily have done while I was single or for myself at, at that. <clears throat> I mean, um, you know, like, I guess even showing that I have a, a softer and even funnier side in public, when I was single, I didn't do any of that stuff. Like, now that I'm married and I got kids, I, I could care less. Okay. If you If you see me outside acting like a clown, I mean, it's cool. But just know my hands still work, though. I can't <laughs> gonna get these hands. Rob actually jumped into them before where it says you um basically you get more done with your partner, which he was clearly just saying. And sometimes it's a a matter of motivation, and other times it's great to have someone just there by your side. And for whatever reason, we know that you know four hands can get it done. And putting your heads and your hearts together as well, hope. Um, God helps. willing, you you have um, two hands because some people, you know, they, you know, my yes, bless God, uh -huh. you know, yep. So yeah, definitely. Shout out to um, you know everybody with multiple hands. Number five. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that. Number five. <laughs> Turning things around can be much easier than you think. Usually, we are just being stubborn or resentful. So dropping that attitude, appreciating that other half, and that they've been putting up with you and your issues and your stubborn personality can help make you more understanding. What do you say, Rob? How do you feel like you know, stubborn personality <laughs> being married has made you a bit more understanding? Um. Not necessarily. I no. feel like therapy made me more understanding. No. <laughs> I mean, in marriage, I, I'm definitely a strong personality type. So naturally, I, I, I find that I like to, to argue sometimes. In the past, I, I used to, but since I've been in therapy, I don't care to argue. I don't want to waste my energy doing all those things. I rather, you know, just kind of have peace in the house peace yes 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 i'm all about the peace you know most definitely um peace is is weird at when i get home i just want peace and quiet we have enough things going on in the world that when we get home whether married or not you want to have peace you want to be able to feel um complete and just at rest so saying that number six, number six, uh, and we said this even last weekend, just, you know, discussing marriage, doing something nice for your spouse, just because it definitely makes life sweeter for you. Um, doing things for no good reason, being appreciative and hopefully the favors returned for you and um, just being a good person, period. 
Number seven. Period. Period poop. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, these kids, they keep me relevant, these kids. How do I reach these kids? (laughs) So, number seven. (laughs) Most people have more fun playing with others. Hmm. We... We have more fun playing with others. I would hope so. You would be playing by yourself. Like <laughs> this research be killing me sometimes. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I would hope so. You have more fun playing with somebody else. Doing things by yourself can definitely be fulfilling. Um, absolutely fulfilling. Um, learning to love yourself. Yeah. Shows you how to do things by yourself. So it can be fulfilling. Make sure but, you cop that book. Uh-huh. Make sure you cop that book. Mm-hmm. Plug, plug, shameless. But <laughs> many folks like the idea of having a partner to be able to do things with. And it's nothing the matter with that. As I've said before, you know, um, you can do things by yourself, but it's great to have someone else to do it with. And number eight, having someone who knows you is validating. Someone who knows you inside and out. The gift of knowing that the wonderful things and the person that you are is not going unnoticed. And it gives them more reason to love you. What do you say? Having someone that's by your side who really knows you and understands you. They get you. Yeah, I feel that's pretty important. Um, Before my whole... Before getting married, I was pretty much a lone wolf. So I didn't really care if you, you know, if you knew me or not. I was content with me just knowing myself. But um, since being married, you know, you have a team mentality. Knowing that your partner has your back and vice versa is always validating. It's it's strengthening it's really a beautiful feeling to know um, that that person knows you almost as good as you know yourself. Correct. Correct. Um, it's definitely good to have somebody that you know that's in your corner that has your back or as people always say, you're ride or die. Um it's definitely is a good feeling to be able to have that in your life. That's and true. Shout out to it. my ride or die who was blowing up my phone while we was recording. <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> and she had something to say. So <laughs> she said, I don't care nothing about no recording. <laughs> I need to speak to my husband. So <laughs> that's all right, D. We love you. <laughs> Um, number nine, romance. Hmm. Romance creates warmth, hope, and happiness. So I- I'm going to have to take this to Rob. Romance creates warmth, hope, and happiness. When you're romancing your your wife, do you feel warmth, hope, and happiness? I, I do. I mean, more so she feels more warmth and happiness because like, <laughs> I'm kind of smooth with my talking. So, you know, I'll say certain things throughout the day, you know, have her blush at work and actually, you know, make make her feel like she's important. So, you know, just saying little encouraging words, um, doing little affirmations, 
sending her flowers every now and then. You know, just be attentive. That's cool. <clears throat> That's cool. And lastly, lastly, number 10, having someone to hold your hand as you go through life. And which we basically just said, um, you know, your your ride or die, that person that's going to be there with you and for you, that person that's going to go through the difficult times as well as the good times. Because, you know, we're going to share the losses and we're going to share the wins. And um, we're both going to come out stronger in the end. And that's what I always say. So it's, it's basically just a partnership. Relationships are a partnership. It's love and partnership partnering with that person that you want to be with, that you know that has your back, that person that you enjoy, that person that you can laugh with, that person you can talk with, that person who you're intimate with. It's all those things in one. So definitely, you know, I, I believe in the power of love and the power of relationships. And I would choose rather to be in one rather than not. But as I've said before, I'm going to enjoy the singleness while I have singleness. I'm going to be great where I am. And, um, you know, shout out to, to that number one, shout out to my guy that's there waiting for me, (laughs) you know, and, um, we're going to definitely do well and, and be well because now as I'm a mature person, I know what I want. Mature me no. Um, I'm never old. <laughs> I mean, I get that twisted. Old. Excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me. I know you're not saying my age on um, podcast world and podcast land. I mean, they ain't even yet. You know, so but you, but you know, it's, right. it's, it's nothing the matter with that. I'm 25 <laughs> plus another number. It's all good. You know. <laughs> It's good in the hood. I'm not afraid of my age. You know what I'm saying? And I got a birthday coming up soon. So I'm going to wisdom in your head. Even (laughs) be, you know, this dude still don't know. He can still catch these hands, married children and whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm still quick. I'm still swift. So, and I I, child protective services. you know, and I tell them to take you. <laughs> <laughs> Say you can have him, <laughs> you know, and no slack on my back because I'm done. As long as I got the grands, I'm good. <laughs> Give me my four grands and, and all is well in the world. Right? So, yeah, guys, we're going to stop here anyway. You know, we don't like to keep going on and we're going to continue with part two next week. Um, basically with fun places to go while dating and keeping your date's attention. So we're going to give out those things. And, you know, we are based out in New York City. So we're going to give you places, of course, in New York City to go. But I'm sure in each city, there's something um, similar to that. But that's what we're going to end up with next week. And we thank you guys for staying tuned with us. Definitely. We appreciate y'all. You know, don't forget, you can still pre-order my journal, Learning to Love Yourself at MarshaNorfleet.com. M-A-R-S-H-A-N-O-R-F-L-E-E-T.com. Uh-huh. She official. She got the website. I'm official, and I hope you'll be glad that you did. But until next week, all, be safe and be happy. Peace. Peace.